I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. This isn't a robbery. Hands in the sky if you got a dream. Learn nothing was blocking me. I was the problem, the only one stopping me. I didn't like it, I had to refocus. Now I'm devoted, I know where I'm going. Controlling emotions, I'm owning the moment. In order to get it, see, you gotta want it. You've probably heard the phrase account-based marketing before. And if you're in technical sales, you may not have too much of experience with it. So in this episode, I'm going to break it down and show you how you can apply that tried and true method of marketing into your daily and weekly routines. So account-based marketing, it's been around for a long time, right? And it's been a buzzword in the marketing community for a long time. It's like, no, you know, what do you do here? We, we do account-based marketing. So if you look up the definition, all, all account-based marketing really means is you're going after a specific group of people, the classification of who you're trying to go after, your target demographic, your target market is not, I want to go after everybody that's in automotive. I want to go to everybody that's in machinery or stuff like that. You do the research and you come down to a core list of let's say 20, 60, 100, 150 companies that you're like, I know that these companies need my services. They use my services. And so I'm only going to go after them. And instead of doing a shotgun approach, which is what a lot of people used to do before. I mean, I feel like people have been doing account-based marketing forever. It's just somebody finally put a phrase to it. But instead of doing a shotgun approach, you're like, no, we're going to be very targeted and specific. Um, I personally, I don't use a phrase. Um, I don't say like here at MFG Tribe, we do account-based marketing. I just say that we do strategic marketing, right? We're not trying to go after everybody for our clients, just like we're not trying to go after everybody for ourselves. We're very strategic on who we go after in that target demographic. But the theory behind it <clears throat> and the way that it works is you you figure out who you're trying to go after, what accounts you're trying to get, and then you develop your marketing and marketing works with sales and you guys figure out together like sales teams, like this is who I want to go after. This is who I've seen. This is this would be a good fit. Marketing then qualifies that. Yes, that's a good fit. We want to add them to our list of account-based marketing uh, prospects. Um, and we want to create content that's driven to market to those people. That's really the premise and the theory behind it. I would just call it strategic marketing. The downside of only focusing on account-based marketing is that you're missing significant opportunities. So I'll give you a couple of scenarios because this we talk to people all the time about this. Um, when you're only going after like, I only work with Fortune 500 companies or Fortune 100 companies. And that's all I want to go after. And it's in this specific niche in this market. Then you talk to a salesperson, you're like, how many people are on your, your hit list? They'll be like, I've got 40 companies I'm trying to get into or 20 companies or 60 companies. So once you reach out to them once you start your sales process and try to bring them into your pipeline like how much how much time are you really spending a week working those deals and opportunities because to me 40 companies to go after is pretty small um it you're gonna run out of time like you're gonna burn through that list and then be sitting there like okay now what do i do oh i'm gonna recycle it and go back through those people so I've got content out there and even in technical sales university, um, I've got a whole course on, on prospecting. And the, the phrase that I always use is like whales, sharks, and fish. So account-based marketing doesn't just mean fortune 500, fortune 100 companies. It's specific to who you're trying to go after. Maybe you go after, um, companies that are in the, the 2 million to $6 million range. Maybe you go after startups that they have no funding. That's still your account-based marketing. If you're only targeting that specific group and you know of those companies and you put them on a list, it's still considered account-based marketing in my opinion. Um, but 
I always break it down like if you're going after those whales, like, and that's what technical salespeople always try and go after the big companies that could provide a big impact and they could get, bring big revenue and let that salesperson hit their number and help them out. Um, and the issue with that is like if you're only hunting for whales, then you're missing tons of opportunities in the other categories and you're in somewhat of a waiting game. And I always tell people, managers, like if you're salespeople, <clears throat> if you ask them what's going on with this, what's going on with that, and the response is always I'm waiting, then either the prospect list isn't big enough, they're not doing enough aggressive work every day to try and get in front of new people, or they're just becoming complacent and lazy. And so because you never want to be waiting. You can say I'm waiting for a response from that guy. Meanwhile, I am going after these 14 other companies, or meanwhile, I have six meetings this week with potential customers. You never want the response to always be waiting. And that can happen if you're doing account-based marketing only for whales. And I get it from, I've been in those sales roles before. I've worked with the guys. I've worked over the guys and girls that are like, I'm trying to get these big companies. Once I get those big companies, they're going to help me hit my number. Um, I'm really working on that deal. And then you're just like, all your eggs are in one basket. And so what I always say is you want to break it up, whales, sharks, and fish. So the fish are obviously the smallest, the, the sharks are in between. So you want to do strategic account-based marketing in parentheses. You want to be strategic about who you're going after, but you don't want to be too narrowly focused unless you're like, I'm selling a SaaS enterprise level product that only goes after enterprise size clients and they have to be a fortune 500 or they have to be in this financial sector or whatever it is. I get that. But even within it, people get too niched down and say, I want to go after these 14 companies, right? And, and don't look at it from a broad standpoint. You can still be broad, somewhat broad, and specific at the same time. You can say that I want to go after these companies in these industries that have this many employees that are in this geographic location and say that comes back with 6,000 companies. And let's say 6,000 is, is too big of a market for you. I mean, for me, uh, for what we do at MFG Tribe, like industrial companies that we serve, there are tons of industrial companies in the United States, that, which is our primary market. Um, but when you really break it down, because we don't work with, with competition, um, with our clients' competition, um, we're very, very strategic and who we partner with. So 6,000 is a lot. I wish that there was 6,000 different you know, companies that in one niche that we can go after, but we just, we don't, it gets smaller than that. So you have to look at when you're filtering this out, you say this geographic region, this size company, this many employees, this much revenue. Uh, if you can get that information off zoom info or something like that, and you break it down, get the list big enough to where there's enough work to go after. And the piece of the pie you're trying to go after is substantial, but still strategic enough to where you're not just going after everybody. And we'll get into how you're going to market those people in a couple points, but you really want to build this prospect list to include whales, sharks, and fish. Maybe the guys that are that you would consider fish, a lot of times those guys that are smaller, they they can close deals quicker. There's less red tape. There's less corporate approvals and putting setting people up as suppliers and vendors and things like that. There's less of that in the smaller companies. And sometimes there is a unicorn where you're like, I just got into Caterpillar or Whirlpool or G GE or GM. I just got in. I talked to him 30 days ago and bam, I'm in. Um, barely ever happens. The guys that are in technical sales, you know that, right? Like just jumping through the hoops and filling out their spreadsheets for profits and stuff like that, that you're, that you're going to be getting on what you're selling them takes a ton of time. But 
you don't want to be too focused. You want to think of it like, I want, I want the, this specific strategic group of whales and I'm going to go after them. But at the same time, I'm going to go after these sharks that are a little bit, a little bit smaller, maybe a little bit more vague. And then I'm going to go after the fish and the fish. Sometimes they get gobbled up by the sharks and the whales. Right. And so you can land a client as a fish and maybe they're, maybe they're like on a scale of one to 10, as far as like how much revenue you're getting, they're like a three, right? So at the lower end of your revenue scope, but then the fish gets bought out by a shark or by a whale. And now their budget increases. Now their need increases, or maybe it completely goes away and they're absorbing or doing the stuff with other suppliers that they have. That could be the case too, but you could take a, a fish and turn it into a shark or a whale very quickly with literally just a phone call. They, they can call you and say, dude, we got bought out. We're going to be spending a lot more with you guys now. So the point of this is don't be too specific on only focusing on sp- like super strategic niches. Now, if you've got a niche that is so focused and strategic, leave it in the comments and we can talk about it. Um, if there's something like, do you feel like you are are too focused? Do you feel like your company that you work for is is focusing you too too narrowly to where you burn through that list? You've reached out to them all. You've emailed them all. You've done LinkedIn you sent them content, you messaged them, you called them, like you did everything. And then now you're like, well, I don't want to call them again. It's only been five days or it's only been seven days. I don't want to recycle that list that quick. I need more people to hunt for. Um, leave it in the comments and, and we'll talk through it. But you got to expand the scope. Go to your boss and be like, dude, this is not like, I've already gone through this. I'm a hunter. I'm a hustler. I'm going to grind through this. I'm going to work my hours, but I'm, I'm extremely efficient. And I've already burned through the list that you gave me. Who else can I go after? Or I've developed like, don't come with a problem, come with a solution. I didn't know who else to go after. So I developed my own list. Tell me if you're okay with this and I'll start hunting them now. How do you blend the old way of like shotgun approach into the quote unquote new way the last 10 years or so of being strategic account-based marketing. Um, You blend them by doing it with categories of whale, shark, and fish. Like you just say, I want to be strategic and specific. And I want to go after um, this specific group of people, but I'm open to the company size. I'm open to the company revenue. I'm open to, I'm going after these types of companies, but they might be classified in a different industry, depending if you're using the SIC codes to classify them or using the industry's things on LinkedIn. Um, I mean, all that stuff comes into play and then you build out your list from there. That's really the best way to blend the two practices of marketing, which leads into sales, right? Like if you're in sales, you're like, I don't do marketing. I have a marketing department. No, but it, it matters because you need to market yourself and market you as a person to be able to solve their problem. You're still marketing, right? Just like people say, I'm not a salesperson. Well, you sell every day, right? Whether it's you sell a family member on something, you're trying to, to sell a wife or a spouse on something or a girlfriend, trying to convince them of something you're selling every day for the most part, convince your dog that you don't want to go for a walk, right? Like you're always selling. It's just people don't want to classify themselves as sales and salespeople usually don't classify themselves in marketing, but you really are. You have to think of it from a marketing standpoint. Like I need to have content and stuff to engage with them and put in front of them. The next point is going to be focusing on omnipresence. So those of you that follow my content closely know that I've talked about this a ton, especially over the last couple of years. Omnipresence is look it up. Uh, it is basically being everywhere all at the same time. So how can you do that? You can't physically be everywhere all at the same time, but convert it from a sales standpoint and from a personal brand and from marketing and branding. Um, what if you could be everywhere all at the same time, which you can technically, because in the digital age that we're living in, you can be on so many platforms that people can just find you on their phone or come across you on their phone or you serve ads and things like that. But that's the ultimate goal. Like if everybody knew about you and what you guys did, 
and the great things that you do in your value proposition and how you can save them money, make them more efficient, uh, solve their problems, let them sleep better at night, whatever it is that your service or your product is that you're selling. If everybody knew about that, including your account-based marketing people and all the whale sharks and fish, if everybody knew about that, wouldn't that be a good thing? Right? Wouldn't you just love to not have to go out and hunt for people, but you just want so many people coming in that the inbound lead people are just like throwing them to all the salespeople, right? That, that'd be an ideal state. So with any ideal state, reverse engineer it. So how do I get there? Um, that's really where it comes down to creating enough noise and content out there to be able to put it in front of people. You can't just continue to tell people like, look, um, this is what we do. We're awesome at it. Here's a, here's a client testimonial or, or here's a line card or here's our capabilities or a spec sheet or whatever. Um, do you have a need? Like you, you, how many times can you say that? Like once every four to six, eight weeks, right? You can put that on an automated email marketing system, put your 60, 100, 300 companies in it and just hit that on repeat and recycle it. But if you don't have any content to share, then you're just saying the same things. Now, can you get creative with your pitch? Yeah. Can you be like, hey, I thought of this thing. I mean, I get them all the time. I get pitches every single day uh, through LinkedIn and through email. And I can see the stuff that's just been been pre-drafted. And it's just like, hey, I came across your profile. Or I came across your company. I think you'd be a great fit for our service. I'm not saying you have to spend a ton of time researching and customizing every little thing, but you have to have content that you can then send to people that's relevant to them. And that's all it comes down to. If you want omnipresence, which I feel like most people would, then the way that you get it is by being super loud with content written and video, and then sharing it out there and pushing out there in all the fastest ways that you can get a hold of people, which is going to be social email, hit them up on search. So you put a video up on YouTube, you put articles up on your website, they're searching, they can come across it if your SEO is done correctly. You can serve them with ads on Google search, Google remarketing, you can do YouTube ads. They're already in YouTube, then you hit them with an ad. Um, I, I would avoid Facebook and, and things like that unless it's extremely specific. Um, those times it, it does, you know, it, it can provide some benefit. But LinkedIn advertising, super effective. We do it for numerous clients, thousands and thousands of dollars a month the clients spend on LinkedIn advertising because it is very strategic and specific. But it's like you want to get it to where a, your potential customer can't even help. They can't avoid you, right? No matter where they go, whether they go and search, whether they go on social, whether they go and watch videos on YouTube, they're always seeing your stuff. That's the ideal state. The only way to get there is to, is to create content. And you have to have a marketing team whether it's your internal team or you hire an agency like MFG Tribe where we do all the content for you, you have to have a team that's willing to produce content. That's really the blend between marketing and sales. How they come together is marketing people, people create stuff that gets people to stop or pause in their feed or gets them to think or read or inter get them some entertainment from it or some education from it. That's the job of marketing. Once they hook that person and the person raises their hand and says, I want to talk to somebody, then it goes over to sales right? That's the perfect blend. So if marketing isn't producing content that is educational, entertaining, or engaging, then it's all on the salesperson. Just do it from their own marketing standpoint or from a sales standpoint and just cold calling and just pounding the phone and dialing and smiling or knocking on doors or going through social. That's the only way to do it. So ideally you have a team, whether it's an internal team or an agency like MFG Tribe, create content, written and video, a lot of it every single week, couple pieces, so that way you can send it out there so it's not just the same, hey, this is why we're awesome, this is why you should buy from us, this is why you should add us a supplier. It's more of a, 
like, hey, here's something like like we do it, okay? We just sent out um, through one of our marketing campaigns, we just sent out two videos that we felt, one for marketing, one for sales, that would benefit the people that were receiving them, okay? We weren't like, hey, you should use us because we're the best in industrial marketing. Could we say that? Yes. But that's such an old school approach. It's like that dominating sales, you know, like a hard sell type stuff. We're not at that point yet. Like, can you get to that point in our industry? Yeah, you can. But we're not at that point. Like, we, we're just trying to provide value. And that's what you really have to do first is provide value. And the only way to do that is create content. And the end goal is focusing on omnipresence. I hope that that makes sense. Um, if you're like, dude, what? I don't even know what that means. Put them in the comments and, and I'll further clarify and answer those questions. So how do you apply this method? Um, you need to start today and you need to look at your current prospect list and who you're going after. And a fast way to do it is look at your customers or potential customers, competitors. You can do it just through research. You can do it through Zoom Info. Um, if you don't have Zoom Info, go on LinkedIn. Like if you're watching this on LinkedIn, you, you have the tool in your hands. Use Sales Navigator. It's 79 bucks a month. And you can literally develop your entire prospect list out of it. Go after this company and then reverse engineer it. What geography are they in? What size company are they? What industry are they classified as? Now I'm going to take that information, put that in my search, and look at all the companies that come up and just go one by one and say, yep, these guys are good, and just check them, put them on the list, and then that's how you're going to build up your list so quickly. You could use Zoom Info. It's faster because um, it gives a little bit more filter criteria, but it is expensive. So if you don't have a license for Zoom Info, use the tool that you're watching this on right now, which is your computer. And I know a lot of people come from LinkedIn. You have the tool at your fingertips. And so what you want to do is build out that list, go through all my videos on YouTube about how to build out your LinkedIn, optimize your profile, message people, share content, all that stuff. Go through that stuff. Um, if you want a formal way of doing it, we've got a course on TSU. Um, and if you sh if you shoot me a message, we can possibly get you some free access to it because we're just trying to help people. Um, but it's one course, 60 minutes long, walks through everything on LinkedIn, how to do it and how you, how you should and shouldn't apply and what you should do every day. Um, but if you don't want to go down that path, just watch the videos. And and the the whole process is like you need to connect with them and you need to send them valuable content. You have to have something, whether it's an article or a video. And build out this network of people that you're trying to go after. Send them the content. And more times than not, people come back and like, dude, this was good stuff. Um, it may not be the first time. Maybe the fourth, fifth, sixth time that you're sending it to them. This was good. And we actually have a need. So do you have time next week to talk? And then you can start going them through the qualification process that you have to see, are they qualified for you? But that's the way you have to apply it every single day, using it every single day. Just like I said in the weekly breakdown on how to dominate in technical sales, go watch that video where I tell you what you should be doing every day, what you should focus your attention on. Um, you can look at the the dominating 2022 video that we shot, the live that we shot a couple weeks ago, um, doing that every day. It's all there for you, but you have to start with building that list. And so many times people are like, I don't know who to go after. Use LinkedIn. Let's just start there. Use LinkedIn. Find current customers. LinkedIn suggests competitors. Do searches based on industry and all the filtering criteria. Build a list of those companies. Visit their website. Don't overqualify them. That's the key. Is like you don't want to say this company is not a fit because you never know. Because a lot of times you can say this company is a fit unless you know for a fact that they're using your competition or they've used you in the past. You don't really know 100% that they're a fit. You know that they need something like that, but what if they're doing it internally? They don't outsource it. Or what if they don't do that anymore? That was from four years ago. I mean, you never really know. So I would never throw anybody out saying, I know, unless it's like so obvious that you're trying to sell 
uh, robotics equipment and they're a software company, right? They're not a fit. They don't have any robotics equipment. I mean, maybe they do, but most likely not. So you can filter out based on that, but you don't want to filter out too closely and just throw people away. And that's really start with building that list, build it up from whales, sharks, and fish. You can call it A, B, and C. You get these classifications, A people, B, and C. And then you just say, I'm going to work these people through, create them all equally, engage with them, send them content, whether it's through email, whether it's through LinkedIn, whether it's at a trade show, giving them you know something. You just want to try and provide some sort of value to them, give them a free quote, a free assessment, free service, whatever it is. You, like Do something for them to get, your, get yourself some attention, stand out from the competition. And hopefully, like I said, your marketing team is on board with it. But if they're not, give us a call and we'll definitely hook you guys up with the dominating marketing strategy and execution for you. So to recap this, account-based marketing, going after specific companies, key note is don't make it too small. Don't make it too focused. Build it out to whales, shark, and fish. You have to have a marketing presence, some sort of arm of your company, whether it's your internal department or an outside agency, as long as they don't suck. If they do suck, call MFG Tribe and we will make you guys not suck and we'll do all the work for you. And then build out your list. But again, don't be too focused. I, I put 15 asterisks there. Don't be too strategic and too focused. Uh, build out that list. And then you want to focus on the omnipresence of being everywhere all at the same time. And then that is the way that you're going to blend this account-based marketing strategy into technical sales. So hopefully you got some value out of this. Um, as always, like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on LinkedIn. Engage with content. We put all this content out there every single week for free to help you guys out. If you ever have a need for your industrial marketing or technical sales, reach out to us, mfgtribe.com or technicalsalesu.com, and we can get you in the right direction. But until next week, that's it for the show. So we will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.